Have you ever experienced a super gigantic, awesome win for your business? And before the confetti has hit the ground, before you've popped the champagne, you suddenly find yourself plagued with self-doubt, anxiety, and worry? I know I have. And today's listener has too. And I'm going to get all of us on the other side of this dilemma. Welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. I am your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset expert for small business owners. You can learn more about me over at heathergrayconsulting.com. And today we're going to talk about that trickle down effect that happens sometimes. We have these awesome wins that we should totally be celebrating and telling everybody about. And suddenly we're like, oh my God, really me? Like this is happening to me? People expect this of me? crap. And then suddenly, before we can even feel good about the win, we're feeling worried about what comes next. I know I've been there. I was there right immediately when I joined the online business space and I quickly connected with established online business owners and got partnered up with them and their programs and their coaching communities. And I was so um, quickly welcomed into the online business space that it took me a bit to catch my breath because it had been so recent that I was just a small town therapist in no name, Massachusetts, where nobody had really heard of me. And suddenly I was being shared on Facebook ads and Facebook live trainings. And it suddenly felt really, really public. And I felt really, really visible. And even though I had been doing this work for years, even though I knew my skill set like I knew my name, I suddenly was doing it in a different arena. I didn't know what was going to be expected of me. I didn't feel like I knew what was going to happen next. I didn't know if I was going to lose control, if I was just going to get on a ride and not be able to get off. And all of those questions just became Came like this slight buzzing for me because I didn't know what was going to happen next or what the expectations were going to be or how I would know if I was being successful or if I was failing. And it started to create anxiety. And I had to remind myself of who I was, what I was capable of, and remind myself too that nothing had really changed about what I was doing. I had simply moved offices. I had moved from small town USA to the larger, more public, more visible online community, but I was the same person with the same skills. Today's listener finds themselves in that exact situation. So I am going to read that letter and I'm going to find you on the other side. Heather, for the past several years, I have been a web freelancer. I help website owners add features and capabilities to websites already designed for them. It's a good gig all around. It allows me to be independent in so many ways. Recently, I got what most would probably call my big break. The co-working space I use invited me to help them with their website mechanics. The manager was so pleased with what I did, she mentioned my name to the company's district manager. The company has now invited me to complete what I did for my location for all of the other locations in the state. There's 14 of them, Heather. 
This is my biggest gig I've ever gotten, and I really am psyched. Ever since I landed the job, though, I've been buzzing with anxiety. I keep checking and double-checking my work. My productivity has slowed. I'm sleeping less, and my stomach is upset on a full-time basis. I know I'm capable of this job. I know I have been given all of the resources I need from the company, including a fair and reasonable timeline. I'm really being ridiculous. There isn't any pressure here, but something just feels off. I feel sensitive, emotional, and exposed. I don't even think I can fail. I know how to do this practically in my sleep. Why am I suddenly feeling and acting like it's my first day and how can I get a handle on it? Looking for some insight and some direction. Well, first of all, I'm going to say congratulations. Good for freaking you that you have this opportunity and what an awesome problem to have. I think sometimes when we have these wins and we don't know what to do with them and we don't know what to manage them and we don't give ourselves permission to celebrate them and we immediately become problem focused. We forget that this is a really good problem to have. You know, like I've worked with business owners over the years who are like, I only thought I would sell 25 people in my group program and suddenly 75 want to buy in. I don't, you know, I didn't expect that. So now I don't have to manage it. Well, sure. Something like that is overwhelming, but what an awesome problem to have. And you, my friend, have an awesome problem. You, in a moment of luck, in a moment of being in the right space, in the right time, were able to help one person who then saw your ability to help many people. Fantastic. I also want to tell you that you are having a normal reaction to unexpected success. This isn't a situation where you saw a job offering for people who could update the company's website, saw that you were appropriate, put together your pitch or put together your CV, put yourself in front of the hiring person and said, hey, this is a really good opportunity. I think I'm a good person for it. Here's my skill set. Here's, here's how I can help. There was no emotional preparedness on your part for this. You didn't see it coming. And I think sometimes we think we're only supposed to be rocked or shattered or changed or altered by the really crap stuff that happens that we didn't see coming. But anything unexpected, anything that comes out of the blue is going to rattle us a little bit. It's going to mess with our heads a little bit. So the first thing I want to do is before you identify that you have a problem, create a mindset thing for yourself. I just want to assure you that you are having a normal reaction to this abnormal event. I am not saying it's abnormal that you're seen and validated. What I am saying, it is not typical that one job becomes 14 jobs. You are allowed an adaptive period <laughs> that allows you to catch your breath a little bit. And so what I want you to do is give yourself time to catch your breath. You being worried, you being anxious, of course it doesn't mean you can't do it. You know you can do it. You can do it in your sleep, you said. But what it also means is you don't know what's going to happen next. You don't know, like, is this going to be like, do they want me for the company doing this, like across the country? Is this going to require travel? What if the job gets bigger than I want? What if by helping these 14 businesses and sites, I can't like manage the other freelancers? Do I lean into this opportunity and start pitching this to corporate? My guess is your buzzing isn't about your ability, but because it's not about your ability and it's about what if, what if, what if, you're not as able to name it. 
And then it feels unfamiliar, which creates more anxiety, which then makes you question your skill set. So the first thing I want you to think about is you are the driver in this discussion. Just because someone put this amazing opportunity in front of you and they gave you the resources you need and the timeline you need doesn't mean that you don't get to catch a moment to catch your breath and to get mindful and in tune with yourself around where you would like this for where you would like this to go and what you would like to happen next for it. So now that this is in front of you, what are your worries and what are your concerns? I would start to list them out. And I think in this stage of the process, a lot of people don't list out their worries because they're, I, they're sort of diagnosing themselves for having had the worry in the first place. They're implying that there's something wrong with worrying, so they're not actually taking the time to pay attention to it. Because given that this is unexpected, you're driving across the state. I mean, you might be in Rhode Island. I used to live in the smallest state in the land, but some states are really big and you might be doing travel and you might have home responsibilities that are, you know, going to like make travel a little inconvenient or at least one thing to solve. That doesn't mean you don't want the job. It doesn't mean you don't think you can handle it, but it does mean you have to plan for it. And the first thing that happens with people is they start buzzing in their head. So the first thing I would do is let's get it out of your head and let's get it on paper. As you think about this job, as you think about what's being asked of you and required of you, what is it that you would like, like, what are the worries? What are the things that are coming up? And what would solutions look like to you? So if you have to worry about a dog who needs to get walked in the middle of the day because you're usually home, if you need to pay attention to the deliverables of other clients or to make sure that other projects get attended to, I would list all of those things for yourself and I would start to plan for because that what if question implies anxiety. A lot of anxiety can go away when you have a plan. Well, what if I, I, you know, what if I need to go to this place that's four hours away and my dog isn't going to get, you know, the attention it needs? Okay, you're going to find a dog walker. What if, what if, what if? And you have said yes to this contract. That doesn't mean you ever need to say yes to an extended multi-project or multi-location, um, you know, uh, project again if you don't want to. So part of this is recognizing that just because you got this job, you are not signing on to multiple jobs of this scope. And at any point in time, you get to say no. You get to decide for yourself how big you want to go, how fast you want to grow. And this doesn't have to be something that's happening to you. Sometimes it ends up feeling that way um, because like the, the story I think we create for ourselves is who am I to turn this down? You know, I recently turned down a pretty big contract because right now my life is a little bit jumbled up. Um, I'm, you know, I'm living temporarily in an apartment. I don't have my own office. I'm operating my entire business from the end of my dining room table and I'm making, you know, tons of decisions for the house as it's getting rebuilt. I don't know when we're moving back to the house. And so it didn't feel like I had the brain span to create and support, uh, you know, a larger program contract that I need 
needed to play a little bit smaller while my attention was being divided in more places. So you might decide going forward that these big contracts just create some mess for you and that it's not the way you like to operate. You may simply be reacting to the fact that you're not used to getting 14 jobs at once, so you don't have a workflow set up for that and you don't have a system in that you're just a little bit in the weeds and you're behind the eight ball. But if you get those worries out of your head and onto paper, you know what you're dealing with. Then you get to decide for yourself, given that I have this opportunity, what do I want to have happen next? And for a lot of this, what I would encourage you to do is plan for the job in front of you and then decide what you're going to do next after this job, that you only have to focus on the next thing, the next step, one day at a time. And remember what I've repeated on the show tons and tons of times. We don't get overwhelmed when we don't know what to do. We get overwhelmed when we don't know what to do next. And that's courtesy of Matthew Kimberly. He's a sales coach in the UK. So what I would like you to think about a little bit is just getting this job done, seeing how it fits in your skin, see how it goes for you as you get your reps in after you've done four locations or five locations and you're like, you know, a quarter of the way through or so or a third of the way through my math sucked there, um, you know, you get to decide for yourself, um, you know, how it fit, if you enjoy doing the work, um, what you would need to be doing differently, what you didn't think to include in the contract that should have been included in the contract. And then you will be able to evaluate is this um, a good business move going forward? Is this something that I would like to repeat? Is this something that has value? Um, because I would rather, right now I imagine your buzzing is a little bit of those things that I listed. So you're going to have to go into the planning mode and the problem solving mode and get those decisions made so you feel in control again. But I would ignore the temptation to know the answer about the future until you've done this job because you want to get your reps in with this job to see if you like it, to see if it's comfortable, to see if you enjoyed it. So if you can just focus on getting this job done, and if you can, like I said at the beginning of this episode, give yourself permission to show yourself some grace and to normalize this, that you are having a normal reaction to an unexpected opportunity, I think you will start to find your confidence again. Because I think what happened is you felt initially confident, and then you had the oh crap moment, and then the oh crap moment became the crisis management, um, you know, and the um, self-doubt and the anxiety rather than recognizing that maybe your old crap moment just simply meant that you had to solve some problems and plan for some things so that you could feel more in control. So that's what I would like you to do. To round this out, to sort of learn from this as a business owner, I just want to remind you that you are the business owner. You get to say when, you get to say where, you get to say how much. So you get to work on a clear definition for how you want your life to be and how you want your business to be. And you get to, during this project and after this project, analyze and reflect for yourself, does this kind of work, style of work, 
scope of work reflect the life and business I want to have? Does it get me closer to that vision or does it get me further away? So that way you can start to think about how are you going to position yourself? How are you, instead of going to be being in the reaction seat of situations like this, how do you get yourself in the room to pitch? Or how do you put yourself in a position where you can apply for a job so that you're learning from this, that you don't just wait for opportunities to find you. You go out and find them yourself. You give yourself permission to kind of adjust even to positive change. And then you make conscious decisions for the way this is going to go and what you want to have happen next. And going through that series and walking yourself through it sets you up for enormous success. It'll allow you to find your confidence again. You'll feel more like you and you will just go out and keep crushing it. I am so glad you reached out with this question. This, I don't know a business owner who hasn't had a moment like this and you've done such a great job bringing it up and allowing me to help. Thank you so much for today. I really appreciate your question. Anybody else who would like to ask a question on the show, you can always send it in to me, heather at heathergrayconsulting.com. Thank you so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.